0: Hello and welcome back to episode 97. Everson Griffin, that's the first player I think of with 97. No more of that, though. We're going to get right into it. Joe Price, special guest, been on a couple times. You guys know him by now, or you should. Uh, diehard Cowboys fan, brings interesting perspective, brings it every single time on here. Joe, thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, glad to be here, Colton.
0: Always a pleasure. I, I feel like every time you come on, you start a rant, and then 10 to 15 minutes later, you're like a very rough, you're like that's a really long way for a short drink of water to say this, and it's funny yes. because what I end up actually using on YouTube is what you say for that last two to three minutes, and it's <laughs> and it makes great sense. Like what you said, like you went like you 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 explain what it was like you know growing up in all these different places, and you're like that's what it was like here. And then it just it's hilarious to me. So I'm sorry, we'll get into it. Uh, that I actually probably just sometimes it, does it takes a
1: while to land the plane, you know, like uh, but I always I always do land it. You do most of the time,
0: anyway. It's it's and it's so all in one piece. For- so I, I got to give props. It's all in one piece. My brother, who's a pilot, can definitely uh, <laughs> can relate. Um, so we're gonna start off with. I wanted to bring Joe on because for a couple different reasons. Obviously, free agency was interesting. The Amari Cooper, situ- Amari Cooper situation. We'll, we'll talk about that. But also, uh, I wanted to talk about just some of the moves the Cowboys made in, uh, and during the off season. And um, and I know it's going to be really interesting as we head forward into the draft because the. the I want to say the Cowboys are in a position where they probably need a couple of rookies to be able to find a way to contribute because uh, Mari Cooper was a big loss, uh, you know. And we'll get into the the draft a little bit as well. But can you just kind of tell me uh, about some of the um, some of the things you saw in free agency and just your general takeaway from that?
1: Uh. Oh wait. Oh, wait. Why am I hearing my voice coming through? There we go. Because are speaking. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just That's not normal. I usually don't have an echo. Okay. Um, let me just preface all of this um, by saying I, I'm feeling about as black-pilled about the uh, Dallas Cowboys prospects for next year as I have been going into any offseason, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe in like six or seven years. Because um, I always, you know, uh, Cowboys fans famously gas themselves up in the off season and even throughout the season. And, and we, we drink our own Kool-Aid and, and think that, Oh, this is the year that these are all the pieces that we, and you only need to look at the, the, you know, tape from last year before the draft of your program, um, uh, to see me, uh, really hoping against hope, um, that all the pieces would kind of fall into place, mm-hmm. um, better than they did. So, for free agency, you never expect much from Jerry and company because, as an organization, they don't really believe in it anymore. Um, not since they got Deion Sanders from uh, from San Francisco how it would, to, to their success, to you know, which resulted in a Super Bowl. Um, they've never really made any big splash free agency moves that compare to that since mm-hmm. and that was you know twenty five near 30 years ago um
0: so Almost same timeline as they won a super bowl but like yeah, he's yeah, never exactly. won one one i'm sorry i'll get that i'll get that bird out of the way right away right no i was i was saving that card for
1: later but uh <laughs> it, it's, it's good to clear that uh, clear i'm there. just
0: gonna i'm gonna um, drop that grade down
1: <laughs> so you know the cowboys rarely do much in free agency they really believe more in uh home-growing talent, drafting talent, and kind of nurturing it for a long time. Um, that's what they did with Randy Gregory, who they stuck by. They drafted and stuck by him for years and years through through legal issues and drug issues and uh, uh, personal, like, legal stuff, like and injuries, too. Um, and the team stuck with him, and they announced... Uh, I had the I think I even texted it to you they announced uh, ESPN sent out an alert you know that that Gregory was re-signing with the Cowboys for this massive contract and I was like oh great good finally maybe that that investment will pay off and then maybe an hour later they were tweeting out that uh that he was actually going to the Broncos instead yes (laughs) um which which hurt extra um Don't never really had anything personal against Donkeys fans until I lived in South Dakota. And there's so many of them here and their, their sense of self-satisfaction and entitlement. I I resent it because they have, they haven't really earned that the way Cowboys fans have. Um, (laughs) I've just like, you know, every team is hates the Cowboys and I've, I've just learned to hate some teams more than others, but moving out here, it, it really hurt to see Gregor going to the Broncos. Um, Especially a team that we're not talking about them, but but it feels like their star could be on the rise in in the next season. I mean, the AFC West is just is just wild. Mm-hmm. We could do a whole episode just talking about the changes going on there. And I, you've dealt with it extensively, especially uh, for the Raiders. But just everything that's going on there signals a sea change. Uh, you know the uh, the AFC West and the NFC West just just look really good next year. So meanwhile, yep. Cowboys don't make many moves in free agency. They hemorrhage Randy Gregory. I, I take that personally. I, I I I and I think it hurts the team from a personnel standpoint. Um, because mm-hmm. he when he was good, he was great, and it, it's hard to build a player like that in the draft. Um, yep. when certain defensive players may have been available um, in, during free agency. Yep. Um, uh, Steven Jones was quoted saying Dorrance Armstrong is right there from a production standpoint with Randy Gregory. This was in the last couple of days I saw on um, uh, Cowboys Nation, the um, not Barstool, but um, the Cow- the on a Cowboys blog, I had Stephen Jones quoted saying that. Uh, and, that just sounds like more gas. It just sounds like like maybe this guy will turn out to be good. Um, And, and I have some, when we get to potential draft picks for the Cowboys, uh, that position is definitely a high priority, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Because um, just every time they had uh, Gregory pass rushing with Micah Parsons this last season,
0: oh, it was uh, nice.
1: good things happened for yeah. the Cowboys. Um, Losing Amari Cooper uh losing him for a for a fifth round pick in this draft and uh and a sixth round pick in next year's draft uh mm-hmm. seems like a a really oh sorry no let me let me get that right i've got um, the page cropped here it's kind of, a, it's I didn't, kind of a this is not idea. information i know off the top of my head um, that's okay uh sorry uh fifth round and a sixth round pick both in this year's draft those those can be put to good use, but I mean, for for a guy that produced the mm-hmm. way Amari Cooper did and was, um, I would say, beloved by the fan base, but they definitely supported him. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I saw him play. Uh, I saw how the fans cheered for him in Dallas in the last uh, you know the last game of the season against Arizona, which I was personally there for, much to my delight. Uh and chagrin <laughs> um yeah i I think Cooper was always well liked i, I uh, but there were a lot of times when he didn't show up in away games mm-hmm. um especially outdoor away games um there mm-hmm. were a couple late season games against Philly that I can think of that that at least one of them was the kind of the deciding factor in whether or not we went to the playoffs that, that year and um, he kind of sat the end of that one out. and it wasn't the only time he did it. So th- th- he was uh, a hard working guy, an intelligent dude, like a good team player and everything, except for kind of some crucial moments. He just not only not just didn't show up, but he like refused to go out on the field for whatever reason. Um so maybe that's not as great a loss. Um, he's going to Cleveland too. I don't see anyone. You know, going to Cleveland and and spinning straw into gold over there. Um,
0: I Deshaun Watson though, if he doesn't, if it, like the thing about that is that Deshaun Watson doesn't have to, if he's not suspended for as as many games as I think he's going to be. I don't know. It could be nasty. It could be I very. I don't. I very... don't know that
1: he's going to play this mm-hmm. this season. And yeah, I I I, I think of the, a big a big what if is whether or not um, Deshaun Watson is starting at quarterback, and if if he does for what portion of the season um Mm -hmm. you know you could have a situation like Ezekiel Elliott did two three seasons ago where he played the first four seasons or first four games of the season because they managed to to take it into arbitration or you know hold it up in court and then the league just said no you got to do the rest of the suspension so that
0: there's
1: there's all sorts of things at play with that that are going to have a ripple effect throughout the league um I, I I can't say I wish bad things for Amari Cooper because I I do like him a lot, like as a player, and even even when he played for uh, the Raiders, I liked him. Like, yep. And which is rare for me to like an Alabama player as much as I've liked Amari Cooper. But yep. he just is a good dude, and it sucks to see him go. But I, as I will address later, I think I don't think that's as detrimental a loss to the team as as randy gregory is Mm -hmm. although like with randy gregory there's a younger player um the current holder of number 88 once worn by drew pearson hall of famer Mm -hmm. drew pearson once worn by hall of famer michael irvin once Mm -hmm. worn by des bryant and now and now cd lamb um I, I think with Amari out of the picture and and Gallup in there as the two receiver and then potential other changes that might happen at receiver, which we'll talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it, it could be a net positive. And again, this is me hoping against hope that that Lamb will step into that role. Yeah. Um, that's kind of I mean it's 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 big shoes to fill. It's a big jersey number to fill when you're number yeah. eighty eight for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, especially when kind of every other piece of your offense or most of them are, are, are kind of settled, at least in the quarterback uh, department. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric Wilson though, losing Cedric Wilson and, and losing Connor Williams uh, yep. and Lyle Collins, like Cedric Wilson had a lot of clutch catches this year. Yes, um, he
0: did. Like really when, an unsung hero in my mind. If you think about I it. I
1: agree. Uh. The, the, you know, I have a special cheer for each player. I make, a, like, a joke um, to my fiancé every time, you know, a certain player does a certain thing. Every time Dalton Schultz makes a catch, I go, Shorts! You know, like, <laughs> this is how I entertain myself. And Wilson, I had a, Wilson! And, every, and, and like, it, it happened a lot of times this season, especially when when uh, either Lamb was out of the game or, or Cooper wasn't present in the game, as was often the case. So that feels like a... A significant loss. Um, and then the line, uh, losing Connor Williams and Lyle Collins. Uh, Cowboys went from being the best O-line in the league to being one of the top ones to now, like, uh, uh, the most penalized. Were they the most penalized O-line last season? I believe they were. If they weren't, they were in the top three. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, as the O-line goes, the rest of the offense goes, and it doesn't matter how many Pro Bowl players you put at the skill positions if you don't have protection from the quarterback, yep. for the quarterback, uh, if you don't have um, ability to create a pocket and create plays, like, uh, especially with the way Dak Prescott is playing more now, post-injury, like, he's more of a pocket yep. passer than a scrambler like he was. Um, although all great Cowboys quarterbacks kind of have to have that that scrambling Ability at a certain yeah. point. And he, he showed it off last year, but you can still tell that they're, they're trying to change his game. um. You know, have him become more comfortable staying in the pocket and throwing. So not, not having those veterans on the O line was, was a big loss. So it, I, I to just sum up free agency. It was just hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging good to great players that were mm-hmm. um, such a massive part of the team's identity and and just their uh, when they're when they're at their best, a lot of these players are who you see involved in the plays. Um, especially uh, uh, Williams and Collins. It's it's rough. And and although I, I assume Williams must be pretty close to the end of his career anyway, because he's going to Miami, which is where players go to retire, um, and still like pick up a check for a couple of years. <laughs> Uh, I, I know that's true. of The Cowboys too. A lot of a lot of washed up veterans come there, but but those are the two teams. The winners are nicer in Miami, so some oh, yeah. players prefer to spend their last couple seasons, if possible, you know, collecting checks or check down there.
0: Him. Oh, and you don't blame them. I will say though, there's a couple of other players that I really want to get your your perspective on because um, mm-hmm. now they made a couple of good recent guys like Leighton Van Der Esch. I don't. I I feel like he could, he's still kind of like, I'm waiting for him to unlock a little something more, Leighton Van Der Esch, because we saw what Micah Parsons did like completely, completely changed this defense uh, in one year. Like, just all of a sudden, he's the cat's pajamas, he's on the Mm -hmm. field. Bad things tend to happen for opposing teams. Now, Leighton Van Der Esch, I'm left wanting. More. And I know he's only 26, so he's got some time to kind of yeah. work through this a little bit. But but at the same time, you know, you bring back Dante Fowler – or you bring in Dante Fowler, excuse me, to uh, kind of help with some of that, that edge help. But I – you know, even guys like Dorrance Armstrong, I think they can do, still do some things. But I think sure. a, a player that I would like to kind of get your, your perspective on because he was a former Viking um, – and I, I don't get me wrong. I love De'Aaron kierce but he's one of those guys that just – he goes – he's a lot like Cedric Wilson in that regard. He goes unsung. But – There is no – you cannot measure this man's impact he has on defense because, you know, he's that big type corner, what, 6'4", 217. uh, And every time I see him, he is making a play on a tight end or on you know in the backfield or whatever it is. I mean, guy had a 76.8 PFF grade, had a couple of interceptions. I believe he had like uh, over, what was it, 90 tackles or something or 80 tackles off the top of my head. A former seventh-round pick out of Clemson, um, you know, and he's just – in my mind, he's a really unsung hero. So, I mean, even – what about the resigning aspect? Like hemorrhaging, yes, on certain positions, but bringing back guys like uh, Leighton Van Der Esch and, and J. Ron Kearse, you had to be kind of happy to see that.
1: Uh, no, I I was. Um, I, Van Der Esch, I, I, I like a lot. Um, Kearse was – he was in on a lot of plays where he wasn't necessarily the guy that got credited with how that play went on the defense. But he, he's – all over the field. Um, yeah, no, those were good re-signings. It's I, I, again, I, I focus mostly on the negative <laughs> this, this this off just because. Um, yeah, I'm 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 strangely focused on the pass rush and because <laughs> yep. I'm well, afraid. What mean- uh, I'm afraid of of going back to just like. Well, I mean, not even going back because really the, that that playoff game against San Francisco um, was w- felt like the regular Cowboys defense that we were used to seeing, where it was just porous and and people ran through it. And a lot of that was where certain players were assigned during the game. Some of that was the fact the, the four dinner's O line held on every play, and it just wasn't called until the fourth quarter um, mm-hmm. when it almost didn't matter anymore. Um, Excuse me. So no, I th- I think those are good re-signings. I, I'm 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 loath to even say it out loud, but I have a fear of of injury when it yes. comes to Van Der Ash, um because he uh throws himself um right into the game. I I'm, I'm blanking on who kind of the most prominent um Camel well, yeah, it's it's shades of Sean Lee, um, it, which is like, oh man, this guy's good, and he just he he throws himself on a grenade on every play, and
0: mm-hmm. eventually
1: he just blows up his body, and he can't be effective down the stretch or in the playoffs, and so that's you know, and I think that's a legitimate fear because he was injured for a couple of games. This
0: season? Yeah, there were, there were uh, at least a few. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm blanking on exactly how many, but I, I feel like he, you know, when you, when you, when the, uh, I was going to say when the Vikings, when the Cowboys drafted him a couple years ago, I was thinking, okay, there's going to be a guy that, you know, sticks around for a long time. But, you know, uh, I had 77 total tackles. I believe he missed a couple of games as well this year, uh, or at least one. Uh, but I mean, it's, I, again, you were left wanting more at the end of the day, but overall, he's still a solid linebacker. Uh, um, and I still yeah. think he could be something special in this league. It was just one of those things where I'm like, come on, a former first round pick you just uh, like yeah, I just, I don't know, I just wanted more. Um but I will say, you yeah. know, a guy that um you know, I mean, not a lot of people remember this. He was an all-pro uh, you know, in the all-pro and a pro bowler his rookie year in Dallas. So, uh, yeah. you know, there's there was a lot to like there. Had a couple of picks over 100 and, uh, about 140 tackles. Um but I do think that kind of uh, you know, as we head forward into the draft, and maybe that's our segue here is, you know, when we talk about the draft, when we talk about dream players, uh that really if they fall to the Cowboys, and I, I know we were talking about it earlier, if you can get one to two guys that come in right away, I don't I don't think the Cowboys need a whole lot. And obviously they need Leighton Vanderesch to 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 be able to could get back to somewhat of his old form. But if if they can get a couple players, I feel like like wide receiver, O line, show up the rest of that offensive line, I and plus, at the end of the day, I, I'm actually really interested to see, you know, a guy like James Washington, see what he can do. C.D. Lamb, I expect him to step up big time. Had 1,100 receiving yards last year, so um, I'm I'm really excited to see what goes down. But I think if you can grab a couple of guys uh, in your dream draft scenario, I think some good things can happen. But for you, as a Cowboys fan, you know what is your uh, you know a couple of players, or what is your dream dra- draft scenario for the Cowboys?
1: Well. I- it's It's tough because we have so many needs. Uh, we're not like a rebuilding team mm. but there's there's so many holes that if they were addressed, we'd be a heck of a lot more competitive because yep. uh, not to spoil a later topic, but but backing into another NFC East title, is not something to be proud of and it's not something to brag about or record TikTok videos of yourself doing pistol dances when it happens as mm-hmm. as I learned the hard way and will every other time not not TikTok Instagram stories I'm not on TikTok <laughs> but um the, the main the main things to address are guard tackle um wide receiver tight end To an extent, and I'll get into that. Um, But I want to start with pass rushers Mm -hmm. um, because there's some good pass rushers in this draft. The problem is, like, what there's a lot of resources that, that players that kind of fit the bill for the Cowboys in a lot of these positions. And, and, you know, I'm sure Jerry and company have this all sorted out. They've been doing this a long time, but, um, with all the moving parts of this draft, uh, who could disappear where? Um, like, you know, last year in the first round, we knew they had to pick a defensive back. They had to, yeah. uh, you know, and, and when Micah Parsons was available, it was you, you pulled know, the trick. Yeah. Um, even though, uh, who did Denver take? Uh,
0: oh, um, Sir, 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 Sertain. Yeah, Patrick Sertain. Yeah. Who's yeah. a stud, by the way? That would look really good yeah. the Cowboys. Uniform, that's that's
1: that was my number one pick for the Cowboys to take last year. And when when Denver took him, I was like, oh dang. And then they picked Michael Parsons. I was like, oh great, this is this is great. I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, just just to remind everyone, I was the person who was mad that they picked Zeke Elliott with yep. the fourth pick in 2016 instead of yep. taking um, just won a Super Bowl for the uh, with the Rams at uh. A defensive back because because um, oh Jalen Ramsey yeah Jalen Ramsey because uh, because Jerry Jones was bullied by D backs when he played um, for <laughs> for Arkansas in the sixties <laughs> um, and that's why he'll never draft them um, except with the exception of Parsons so it's it's not as clear cut this year there there's a lot of there's a lot of people that could be available so I mean when it comes to pass rushers I, I, I obviously everybody likes Aiden Hutchinson from yeah. Michigan, and he'll be gone
0: b- oh, before
1: yeah. the Cowboys get their pick, which is he'll fine. He'll be on a
0: flight to Jacksonville or whatever it is by the time right. he, you know, I'm just right. kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher his name because I never watched Big Ten football, but Arnold Biggity yeah. from yep. Penn State, um, he's, he's a possible availability for the Cowboys. Uh, he played at Penn State, so he and Micah Parsons – have a have a bit of a rapport i believe they played together Mm -hmm. um and just he's got a good skill set so that makes a lot of sense but my guess is that if they do draft a pass rusher in the first round Mm -hmm. it'll be uh nick Benito from uh oklahoma because jerry's dumb and he'll just pick who he sees (laughs) on tv um there's gonna be a recurring theme i just kind of have like who i'd like to see picked and then who jerry's actually gonna pick and his reasons why um at guard, uh, uh, Ikuanu uh, I- from NC State. He's amazing. Won't be there. Won't be available. So uh, my kind of like shadow pick is, is Ed Ingram from LSU, Ooh,
0: um, be who had
1: kind of a down year last year. So I I, I don't know that he's necessarily going to get snatched
0: up. Right. He away. might be able to get him in later in the later rounds.
1: Yeah, in the second or third round. So if if, if he's available, I feel like. He would be a good fit, and he's got a Mm -hmm. lot of upside and a lot of potential um, in the league, even though he didn't have the best 2021. But LSU just overall was not the team that they were two years before. No, um, no. Last year, uh, for a lot of reasons.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But uh, I'm guessing Marquise Hayes from Oklahoma will be the one they pick at at the guard position if they do draft a guard. I love that pick. He's not my favorite, and I again, it's just Jerry saw him on TV because he sees Oklahoma <laughs> games, living where he lives, and and that's who he's gonna pick. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. I mean, I to to our benefit, that's how we ended up with C.D. Lamb, um, mm-hmm. who wasn't as known nationally, I don't think, uh, to people who didn't watch the Big Twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Even though he lit it up, but that's because there's no defense in the Big Twelve. That's uh, <laughs> uh, that's. Uh, you're not wrong. One of my he, concerns about other things, but uh, so so those are my ideas for for uh, guards, pass rusher, tackle. Um, I would I would say, and he won't be there. But again, uh, Ikem Ikwanu,
0: he can just play anywhere. To be honest with you, he could. Like, uh, like if, any, he, if,
1: if you, he's there, take him.
0: You need uh, could, you need a, a, a what was it a, a, a Laramie Tunsil type, <laughs> and I've heard this you know a bong, yeah. a bong mask type situation for him to be able to get him. But I mean, if you would fall, that would be great. Let me ask you this. What do you think is a bigger need between the tackle positions left or right tackle?
1: Um, that's an excellent question. I would, I would say left. And although it, the way the, the O-line has worked the last couple of seasons, they've, they've rotated a lot of people around and some of that's due to injury. And some of it's just due to kind of gamesmanship that, um, uh, the the offensive coaches are are you know just kind of schemes that they're pulling up yep. but uh, that's that's Dax's blind side right Dax's right-handed i feel like i should know this
0: yeah that's his yeah that's his yeah. blind side
1: so uh, i feel like his, the worst hits that he gets are the ones that sneak up on him um yeah. the ones that get to him in the face he generally avails himself well i'm sure you could yeah. put together a super cut of him Taking plenty of hits to the face, or not going anywhere, just just waggling in place a little bit before it gets swallowed up. We saw plenty of that last season. But I, I um, I don't know enough about those positions to, to. I mean, I I can understand line play to an extent, but I don't know enough about the inside baseball kind of stuff to to make oh, an yeah. educated observation. Uh, I mm-hmm. just know that. Th- the o-line doesn't just need to be patched up we need yeah. if we want to return to um competition and contention serious contention not just hype um that the o-line needs to be be um addressed
0: um i i wouldn't really mind if you think about right tackle guys like abram lucas trevor penning in the first round even though trevor penning i would feel like i just feel like the the packers are probably going to take him yeah i, uh, I, I
1: I, I crossed those guys off my potentials, even, just because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like they were going to – I mean, I have Tyler Smith from Tulsa, mm-hmm. uh, Evan Neal from Alabama.
0: Probably um, going to be on by five. <laughs> yeah. It's probably. tough.
1: Just just because he played for Bama, um, which yeah. is fair. Uh, my kind of dark horse pick for tackle is Daniel Falaleh. Falale?
0: yeah out of minnesota it's tough i know i half these guys names i don't get right i totally understand Well, and
1: it's weird because i watched enough minnesota games last year that i i should have been able to pronounce it but i still struggle with it Uh, he
0: is a mammoth though
1: he's a mammoth um here's here's my jerry jones brain thinking all right oh he's from australia how many jerseys do we sell in Australia? How popular are the Cowboys in Australia? Could they be more popular? I, I, I understand to an extent that Jerry's priority, as much as he likes to say otherwise, is not winning Super Bowls. It's selling keychains and T-shirts and yeah. mugs and all this, all this garbage that my home is strewn with. Um, <laughs> so I, I, if he's still available and they still don't have a tackle selected, I think Philele could be could be a good pick for, for this yeah. uh, Cowboys team, for that O-line. Um, at wide receiver, there's there's an embarrassment of riches. There is. Um, uh, and it's so hard to say who's going to be left. Um, and th- th- this is kind of a big variable thing um, here. Because in the news this week has been Debo Samuel not only demanding a trade – from from the San Francisco Ford inners. shockingly, I think I don't know. I I didn't see that coming anyway. I
0: I just think for I think I, I don't know if I saw it coming, but I just I was like, okay, he's not getting what he wants with his contract. Does he finish out his rookie contract uh, and then go test free agency where he's going to get the wad of cash, or does he you know try this? Now, which, I, yeah, and I That's, get, it. I, and I
1: get and it. I think that says a lot about that organization right now, where they're at. Um, but, uh, yeah, not only is Debo Samuel wanting a trade, but as of today, there's a great deal of social media buzz about him going to a number of teams, but he's actually expressed an interest in going to the Cowboys, um, both, both directly and indirectly, which it's a weird position to be in where, where, uh, it's kind of like an Earl Thomas type of situation where, wow, this, this really good player wants to play for our team. And I don't know if we need him or want him. Like uh, if, yeah. if we can, af- like if, if we're gonna, cause what it would take would, would be to give San Francisco our first round.
0: Oh yeah. Pick. No doubt.
1: Um, 'Cause I believe they don't have one.
0: I, they don't have a first round draft pick. They don't they don't select until oh geez. Uh I want to say late it's
1: in the second.
0: Yeah. Something like that. I, I off the top of my head, I think it's here, I'll look it up quick. Um I think the forty – Yeah, they don't they don't yeah, late in the second. So sixty one, which is kind of late if they
1: Yeah, that's know. that's that's a ways down there. So mm-hmm. Would it be worth it for them? Is there something that, I mean, they can address uh, wide receiver needs um, mm-hmm. through the draft and there will be plenty left for them. Although, and, and I hate to quote him, but Skip Bayless said today that there's no, no, actually Shannon Sharp said this. I, I, I correct myself. I was watching their show or had it on in the background at work. Um, they won't find a better player in this draft, a better wide receiver in this draft named Debo Samuel or then better than Debo Samuel. So uh, that's, but there's, there's the future to think about, you know, a lot of other things. It's, it's a tough, I know, I know Jerry likes to make a big splash, but not in free agency, more so in the draft. And maybe this would qualify as such. It would definitely be a good weapon. It would definitely make up for the loss of Amari Cooper um yeah. and wilson, um because and it would yeah. kind of address some of our tight end issues. I really like Dalton Schultz, um, yeah. but we need another tight end and he I know he's a wide receiver and San Francisco used him as a running back a lot. I think because of his kind of hybrid ability, he I, I don't know how he was a blocking. i honestly, I haven't seen enough of him, so you he just wouldn't be a gave tight end him the
0: football sense. and you let him take over the man had like I think it was something crazy. Like he had like uh here, I'll look it up. But the thing that stuck out to me about Depot Samuels, the man had eight rushing touchdowns. Eight yeah. rushing touchdowns as a wide receiver. So yeah. that's like, you know, and at six receiving touchdowns as well. So he had fourteen total touchdowns, at over, or had over had over fourteen hundred receiving yards, over seventeen hundred yards from scrimmage. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things where uh, at the very least, you get a guy that can uh, do it all. Like I, at the end of the day, you just give him the ball and let him do his thing. Can you, but I mean that would be interesting, adding a guy like Debo Samuel in the mix there. Is it worth giving him a first-round pick and probably more? I don't know because you're yeah. also going to have to pay him and you literally just got rid of Amari Cooper where you're like, OK, well, we can't pay this, man. <laughs> like we can't. Yeah. So it's it's tough because that's why the cap I think is one of the hardest things about sports is like you could build some super teams like the the Cowboys with Debo Samuel it almost wouldn't be fair but it's like you're also kind of running into the same situation you had with Amari Cooper where it's like really talented guy now Debo Samuel I I would be okay if you actually paid that man because I think he's a little bit more valuable than a guy like Amari Cooper at this stage in their careers at this stage in their careers I, I'd
1: days. agree with that.
0: Because yeah. Amari, uh, Amari's getting up there, but Debo's only, what, going to be 26 this season. So, I mean, he's still got uh, three, four more years left in his prime. And we're talking about a guy you could, like I said, throw it, run it with him. Um, And and to, and, and I think that's the perfect way to put this, because you mentioned wide receiver. Out of this entire draft, who is the one player that you think they have to take? Uh,
1: Well, that's tough because uh, cause if they want – to take a wide receiver in the first round, um, I would just say trade for Debo. Um and just yeah. eat that that draft pick. Um just briefly, because I did have wide receiver and tight end here, I I just wanted oh, to yeah. Go say, ahead. Traylon Burks, uh from Arkansas would be my wide receiver pick um of all the wide receivers that are available. So of course he'll probably get picked before um yeah. <laughs> any of the other guys I've studied. But uh, he's got the talent he's he's Bigger than a lot of the other wide receivers in the draft, yes. like he's, which makes him a little more pro-ready. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like even with C.D. Lamb, that's something that he's had to grow into is is kind of the physicality of the NFL, which is not like the Big Twelve. Um, and he went to Arkansas, which is Jerry's mm-hmm. alma mater, so I know Jerry would be champion at the bit to, to yep. get him. I, I'm guessing he's pretty high on their draft board. Um, tight end. I, I, I don't know that there's there's a wealth of tight ends in this draft. Um, even though we we could probably use one, I have uh, Jeremy Ruckert from Ohio State. Uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, the Ohio State yep. University, and a uh, Trey McBride from Colorado State. Were kind of two standouts for mm-hmm. for the type of wide or excuse me, tight end that that this team generally because because they almost like draft based on like like it's a casting call more mm-hmm. so than talent. Like the, they like to have certain types of people in certain positions. I don't know. Types of types of players. Um, but uh, so the one thing the Cowboys need to draft to answer your question that you asked three minutes ago. Um, <laughs> barring a pass rusher, which I, I guess it's not the most important thing, but it would, especially if, if we're to take Steven Jones at his word. <laughs> and uh and and believe that that um
0: doris armstrong
1: yeah that that's that this guy's it's a lateral move from from randy gregory to this guy okay steven if, if that's if that's what you're telling me yeah um then i would like to go with a new center um which i didn't have in any of the things
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: but but tyler uh Biedzitz,
0: how do we I mean say?
1: yeah, I can't speak Czech. I'm sorry. Uh, that I, I, assume, I that could be Hungarian. Now no, it looks. Czech I have good. no idea. Well, I, that that position is far too important. Yep. For for some, especially for this this. I mean, for every team, but just for the identity of the Cowboys and for their O line to be as important as they are. like he just wasn't the dude this mm-hmm. year. And I didn't see a lot from him. Um, So this is is kind of way out there. But I'd like to go from one rookie Big Ten center to another rookie Big Ten center. And I'd really like to see Tyler Lindbaum from Iowa taken at center. Because some team like Green Bay or Pittsburgh or somebody is going to get him, yeah. you know, and they're going to play. He's going to play for like fifteen years and just be like one of those <laughs> all dudes, all. yeah, like a future Hall like, of
0: Famer, like
1: yeah. <laughs> and it, it, I know Jerry would never draft a center in the first round, and I don't think he's going to be available in the second round. But but yeah. that's that that's of all the players in this year's draft, um even though i didn't address that position in my list of needs like that's the that's like the one like i mean why not like yeah. I, unless they're trying to cuz i don't necessarily believe that they can throw together a team to tilt for a super bowl win the way tampa did 2 years ago and la did last year um yep. th- those two teams have proved that it can be done if you have in smart enough people running the show and talented enough players to carry out that that mission oh, and yeah. even then, it takes a little bit of luck because because los angeles rams had a little bit of luck go their way this yep. season um not to take anything away from their super bowl victory it was well earned mm-hmm. um especially they're just getting to it um getting past uh, san francisco to win in the, the championship you to be
0: a little happy about that though like oh
1: yeah no i i'm i'm, I'm super happy for them but i it's a copycat league, as they always say, and a lot of teams will want to copy that blueprint of like, all right, everybody in the van, we're doing this and we're just going to like, we're going to grab this guy and this guy and we're going to build a super team. And I know Jerry kind of would like to think that that they are that team and they can be that team, but they, I, I don't feel like they've made any moves that, so far in free agency uh, right up to the, the cusp of the draft here that make it feel like they're building that team and it also doesn't feel like they're building a team for the future um because yeah. other not every team is is trying that some are trying to build a team for the next five six years um yeah. nobody in the nfc east but uh <laughs> other t- I, I i don't know i'm trying to come up with one off the top of my head drawing a blank um I don't know, the Broncos kind of feel like that a little bit.
0: Um, the Broncos are interesting, though. I, I I don't know. Russell Wilson, to me, that was just... You want to talk about missing piece. Like, I really felt like... I, like obviously, everybody in their mama knew that the, the Cowboys needed an upgrade at quarterback. But the question is, or was, rather... Are they going to pull the trigger? Are they going to go out and get the guy they want or go get a the guy cal- that they-
1: Sorry, the Cowboys or do you mean the Broncos?
0: I'm at the Broncos. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I'm at the Broncos. <laughs> Excuse me. I apologize. No, 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 no. Dak Prescott, he's your guy there. But no, the Broncos, the question to me was for the Broncos, were they going to go out and get that guy? Like, Because we all knew like, there was like maybe, what, three or four guys we were thinking about, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I mean – I, I don't think Tom Brady was ever really on that list because we didn't know if he was actually going to retire or maybe go back to the Bucks. But I mean, there was just there was there was other thoughts. I mean, even I mean the Kirk Cousins thing floated around for a little bit. Yeah. He also that that flo- floated around to the Panthers as well. So it was like, who are they going to go get? And when they went and got Russell Wilson, that proved to me that this team is they want to go win. They want to go and get the guy. Um, and I think they're attempting to do the thing. same
1: thing. Well, yeah, I. I Sorry to cut you off, but it seems like they're attempting to do... I I said they're building for the long term, but then then I'm thinking of all the other players that have jumped onto that pirate ship, and it does seem like they're trying to do the same thing that LA did last year and Tampa did the year before.
0: The the one thing that... No, you're fine. You're you're perfect. I I think the one thing that hurt them, though, was like... (sighs) Don't get me wrong. I understand you had to give up some players to get a guy like Russell Wilson, but Noah Fant, come on. Like you can't keep the tight end, the one tight end, the one player that has been there through a lot of it. I just feel for Noah Fant. Like this man was sitting there, was looking at his chops, ready to be with the top quarterback, ready to really explode. And then they trade gets traded to the Seahawks, and I'm like, oh, come on. That's rough. That's just mean. Uh, yeah. But no, I I think with the Cowboys though it's going to be really interesting when you think of you know I, again I think what it comes down to is the fact you want three or four players that contribute now arguably you had that to a degree last year with the draft uh, with a couple players that stepped up and all of a sudden you find yourself in a play, in a position where hey you are a handful of plays away from probably being at least in the NFC title game not maybe not even the Super Bowl who knows so I'm really interested to see. Uh, You know, and that kind of, I think, leads into this, you know, if the Cowboys do, let's say Hail Mary, Dak Prescott from the 10-yard line, 90-yard touchdown pass, Hail Mary here. If they get those three or four players, does Mike McCarthy, does he need to win this year? Does he need to win the Super Bowl this year? That's my question. Uh, I don't, no,
1: I think he needs to get to the NFC championship game. Mm Um which a, a loss losing the, the NFC championship would hurt like hell and people yep. would never stop clowning us for it. Yep. But that, that would keep him alive because mm. we need to lead, win at least one playoff. playoff. We need at least win the divisional round to get there. Um, we can't just win the NFC East by default. Mm-hmm. um because there there i i think it'll be just as bad if not worse than last year um yeah. uh, you got you got uh Carson Wentz back in the division which just like <laughs> like when i oh oh just put it in my veins i love it i have always thought he was a fraud and a hack and i've always been a Carson Wentz hater uh, back when he was like busted the skulls in in North Dakota like i was never impressed by him and always just laughed uh at Eagles fans for liking him so much because I knew he was a hack. Um and just <laughs> his his lack of success, the fact that the Eagles only championship probably that the Lever win if we're going to be honest. Um I I hate to say never say, you know, never they're never going to win another one, but at least for another 50 or 60 years probably. Um <laughs> and he, he he rode the bench for that because because as much as I I hate the Eagles, um it was fun seeing Nick Foles do it. It was more fun than it would have been seeing Carson Wentz do it. That would have kind of been insult to injury, it's, uh, you know. Um, so I, I, I don't think the uh, and the Giants aren't the Giants are completely mismanaged. The, the the Eagles, they don't seem to be going anywhere. I I think, um, I think an NFC East title is a minimum it's not even a minimum expectation it's just a given yeah. like and if if they have to like if it comes down to the last two or three games whether or not um we even get into the playoffs then Mike McCarthy should be fired like we should ru- we should have we should sweep the division like oh, we yeah. did Oh yeah. Well did we sweep the division this year? It was
0: pretty Are- close cuz you guys were pretty comfortably in hand by like yeah. week 14 like everything was kind of like okay we're in the playoffs the question is you know w- are we gonna get a first round bye how's that gonna yeah. look you know really like to avoid
1: a, yeah. the wild card round but sometimes you can mm-hmm. even if you do run away with the division but i it's, it's i think it's just a given that we do yeah. um let's see uh, a a wild card win and then a loss in the divisional or just a loss in the divisional are not acceptable mike mccarthy should be out in either of those cases and dan quinn should be put in charge um because otherwise they'll lose him um
0: yeah that's true
1: and i think i think even getting to the nfc championship and losing that we're still losing dan quinn because he can't just he can't just sit you know in a in a holding pattern with this team that's like built to not win championships Exactly. So, and, and that's tough because I'd much, I'd, as I've said many times on the show, I'd much, much rather have Dan Quinn in charge. Um Oh yeah, of the Dallas Cowboys than Mike McCarthy.
0: He's actually um, been to a Super Bowl with a quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers. Like, right. He went to a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. Now, don't get me wrong, Matt Ryan was a good quarterback. I think he's in the conversation for being in uh, in the Hall of Fame. He's in the conversation. I think. I think uh, he's a top. Is, I would is, say is, a does top. Does Philip
1: Rivers belong in the Hall of Fame? Then, just like no, is it just no, like absolutely. guys we really like? that no, have I... <laughs> been in the league a long time. Like, the, I just the, I feel
0: the bad Hall for him. <laughs> okay never mind maybe I, no sorry I, you
1: say matt ryan in hall of fame i'm just shutting that down okay right now. i mean right, who right. knows maybe he's he's in indy this year mm-hmm. is that where
0: he ended up yeah but he went to the, the the Colts, i believe the the commanders traded or excuse me he's uh he went to the yeah he did go to the colts i think it was only for like a third round pick so i mean when you think about it it's it was good value matt ryan a good offensive line some weapons of defense i don't know
1: I, yeah, no, I think Matt Ryan's a really good quarterback. Uh, uh, always has been. Um, mm. I just like he, he, he needs to win something of of note. I Before mean, he's uh, uh, beyond an NFC Championship, to, that's which he which he has done in in entertaining fashion.
0: Yeah. Um, well, okay, that's fair. I okay, Hall of Fame. I'll retract that statement for a second, but I will think. I do. I, I do think that when you think about this, though, I mean. <sighs> He, the point he, is, you
1: put him in the elite category. Yeah, like, I'd, I I'd, he's a top ten quarterback, right? Like top twenty
0: five all time, top twenty five all time. I oh, think. oh, okay, is, uh, is not too far fetched. Um, at least in the conversation, like we're going to talk about a guy that went to you know that I mean lost a Super Bowl to Tom Brady. Okay. Anyway, we're getting too much off track here because right, I right. I I I okay. Maybe he's not. He's he's a quarterback to remember. Okay. Well,
1: yeah, sure. So, so go, is Philip Rivers, uh, you-, you know? <laughs> Philip Rivers went to like three consecutive AFC championships. I'm not. It's not me bringing up Philip Rivers isn't a dig at um at Ryan at that Ryan. I, I We'd think of Eli Manning the same way if he didn't win two Super Bowls. He'd be yeah. a kind of a similar like. Yes, he's not a bad quarterback. He's not Dante Culpepper. You know, <laughs> like uh, like he's good. He's not. He's not Carson Wentz. Like yeah. Uh, obviously, twice. as 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 the good people of Indianapolis have have realized. Um, so yeah, Mike. This uh, last year's referendum on Mike McCarthy um, that turned out not to be the case. Uh, this this year, it has to be. It has to be because you can't just waste these players, uh, the the level of talent we have with this team, and and not produce playoff wins and and potential championships, especially based on I just see what other teams do when they just throw some stuff together like LA and like um like Tampa.
0: Yeah. Well and I, I actually kinda wanna backtrack here. I was gonna say Tavaris Jackson for the Vikings R. I P, by the way. Honestly T Jack yeah. was he was. I think he bad. was in a good situation, like, or he was not in a good situation, which kind of because he was in a run-first offense, and uh, with an offensive line that really wasn't it. And I just, I don't know. I don't think Brad Childers was a red right coach for him. But oh like no, said, Brad Childers think,
1: shouldn't have been coaching in the NFL in the first place. That I, you know, that's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I mean, neither I, should sorry. have Mike Tice or any yeah. of the other Leslie Fraser, but any of the people that the Vikings have put.
0: Yeah, at coaching. That's true. Um, I, but I will say, at the end of the day. Dan Quinn, I think what you uh, what you really alluded to and I really agree with. I don't think he's going to be there long term. You talk about a guy that um has already in his one year of being the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys has already turned that unit basically around. Like it was one of those units that was like you know, eh they need to get better in the run game. I would like to see some more getting more pressure on the passer too. Okay. They could legitimately be a top 10 defense this year if some things go their way. Kelvin Joseph, uh, you know, gets on the field and finds a way to contribute. I think that could be a big guy there. But Micah Parsons, you're expecting a lot out of him in year two. Um, there's a lot going on in this uh, in this draft or uh, in this particular team, this defense. That if you get a couple of guys, I think could be um, it could be really really interesting. Um, but I think I don't know. It's I-, I love the NFL. I love we are one week away from the draft, and I'm just it's it's about damn time. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long it's been a long two months since we've had it any is. serious football stuff.
0: Um I will say uh, before we get out of here, you know, is there you know give me just give me a, a random grade for the Cowboys free agency period, top to bottom, just just lay it on the table.
1: Uh C C minus. Like is that a passing grade?
0: I, if was for me in high school, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the getting uh, getting Vanderesh and and Kiersey, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, those 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 were good re-signs. Um, I, I fear that losing Randy Gregory will will haunt us for some time because oh, yeah. he he had after all the investment that team put into him mm. um for him to want to be out of there so badly uh I, it says something i don't know what it is maybe he hated the fans maybe he just wanted to be somewhere where weed was legal i don't know like what <laughs> his motivation was but it, yep. it 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 gives me pause it gives me concern um just a, about the overall kind of way uh the team is run because again it's, it's, a, it's in the business of uh, selling jerseys and, and you know, keychains and mugs and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the only thing that gives me hope is that the Cincinnati Bengals were just in the Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah. you know, we're kind of in the game for, for a good chunk of it. Um, they were. Because <sighs> that team is is run like a car wash. Um, it's, you know, like it's not a well-run organization. It's they don't have nearly as much money behind them as as as. I mean, nobody does. The Cowboys are the most valuable yeah, the sports are, franchise on the planet. Like not just yeah. in football, but, um, worldwide. One one would think. I mean, nobody would hope this other than a Cowboys fan, and uh, you know that that somehow you'd be able to generate the momentum. And, and put together the combination of players and coaches that you need to, to, to make a splash in the playoffs and to and to potentially win a championship. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, it seems really far off. But, I mean, it's just as far off as it was five years ago, and it's just as far off as it was 25 years ago. Like, yeah. um, we're in it every year, but we're never very close. Uh, yeah. So it's... it's I.
0: I get it. I get it. Yeah, buddy. I've been it's, there.
1: it's it's so hard. Like I, I I'm not holding out a lot of hope, but then I've seen crazy weird stuff happen, like oh, yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals being Super Bowl teams, and one yeah. of them winning. So, um, yeah, anything could happen. Um, I just hope that Dan Snyder is punished for his crimes. Um, yeah, n- not just all the awful stuff we know about, but there's I just I wanted to briefly just bring up. Mm-hmm. This guy stole money from the league and from other team owners. Yep, and I. <sighs> Here's the they thing. gotta take it away from him. They gotta take this this joke of a franchise that I can't I can't even call them the Commanders. Um, uh, it's like I'd rather just call them the football team. Like yep. it, it's more apt because they're just this bland, generic, cursed, uh, yep. just top to bottom run by uh Well, I can't think of a word. Uh, who peels? That's well, yeah, not I, how I would say it, but it it yeah, is just a they're all as crooked as a barrel of snakes in that organization, um, which I is just, apt for the region they're in. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, and it, I guess the team is allegedly run by his wife now, but they've they've got to take it away from the Snyder family, and I don't know who they'll hand it over to. Maybe uh, Jeff Bezos will be running yeah. running the Washington but football Elon team. Elon Musk
0: is going to go by the Washington the Washington Commanders. Uh, uh, I just if that after you know, after would you be
1: fun. know the actually, I would have a hard time hating the well. <laughs> I know, right? Like I don't even like Tesla.
0: Um, <laughs> I know it's like I, you know, I do. I just I, I'm in the news business, and you are, you were too, and you know what it's like. Allegedly, like until uh-huh. like I, I'm, I'm waiting to see a lot of these court decisions come out. Allegedly, I'm so. Like, it would be on par with what we've seen. Like, it's so on par, but at the same time, it's like. I, I don't know what to do with this. Like you, you—we see all these allegations. We see all these things coming together. I'm just—I'm waiting to see all the facts before I'm yeah. before I assume the role of hey, uh, this guy needs to not be part of this franchise. Like I—I I, I wouldn't shock me. Like it really wouldn't shock me that that's what happened because you know, it—it's it, kind of like the Patriots for the last couple. Like when they were in that whole cheating.
1: Every time they're uh, accused of cheating. Yeah, every like, Yeah, that, that
0: tracks. Cheating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, okay, one time I get it. You know, maybe, you know, it's, people are just sour, angry, whatever. Okay. Two times. Eh, okay. What's the famous Michael Scott saying? I think it's uh fool me once shame on me or uh, fool me. No, fool me once, strike one, fool me twice, strike three. So it's like, you know, it's not even close to the saying, but it's just, <laughs> it's just the saying. And great. It's like, it's like, it is on par. Like you had a history here with the Washington, uh, the Washington NFL team. That's what we'll just yes. call it now.
1: NFL but, franchise.
0: Yeah, NFL franchise. And it's like, is this actually, like, is this on par? Like, it wouldn't shock me. So, I, like I said, I'm just going to wait to see. Well,
1: and and this could be the one thing because, he, like you've said, there's a long history of accusations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This, he wouldn't lose that team unless the other owners supported him losing that team because, yep. because he, he has it at their discretion. you know we've seen other leagues get well actually we've seen the nfl uh boot um an owner before in recent history with uh the carolina panthers Mm -hmm. so it's not unprecedented even he's had a bit of untouchability because it's such a high profile people young people your age might not remember this but but the the washington team was as much of a legacy franchise Uh, more so than the Cowboys. more so than Mm -hmm. the cowboys i would put them up with the giants and the uh the Steelers as Mm -hmm. a legacy like this is one of those just grandfathered in they get away with a lot more stuff than other franchises do because they've they they were foundational to the league and it's growth um you know the cowboys are still an expansion team the patriots are still an expansion team and sometimes when those kinds of decisions among owners and the commissioner get made um, they don't always go the way of of those teams, even though they're successful franchises, because they're still younger than yep. the ones owned by the Maras and the Roonies. Um, yep. So, but for him to actually be picking the pocket of other owners, I, that has to be the straw. If if the evidence comes out that this is true and that's what the organization's been doing, the, the you know it's like ripping He's literally off stealing. the mob you
0: it, yeah can't. exactly it's literally stealing from 31 other NFL teams that's exactly yeah. what it yeah. is
1: and, uh, and and he won't be long for for the league I, I don't no. think and I, I hope because because he should have been he should have had that team taken away for 20 other reasons um, <laughs> a long time ago that have been proven in, in court documents and whatnot but the league has hand waved it or said oh we conducted an investigation and we found that and, you know, oh, we're gonna make we're gonna make Dan Snyder transfer ownership of the team to his wife,
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: not really running the team anymore. Which is like one of the like a dictator steps down, and his wife yeah. is running the country, but he's still like sitting on the podium yeah. with her. Like it's it's very the optics of it are very kind of like I don't know third world or something. So I yeah. I am I would be happy to to see that team under other ownership as much as their arrival of the Cowboys. It sucks that they're not relevant. It sucks that yeah. they're they've just been terrible for the whole time he's owned them cuz he's so bad at it. Yep. And uh, it pains me to say it, but they should be a relevant franchise, especially now that they've bent the knee and changed the team name. Like uh, there's really nothing that should be holding them back from being one of the the great franchises of,
0: of Oh absolutely the they've rebranded they've you know I mean I think that was kind of a that was kind of an ask from for a long time was the name change and then it came and it's like okay a Washington football team okay now another one came and it's like how much rebranding can you do <laughs> like you know yeah. I I don't I don't know um but no, I think you raised a lot of good points. Um, and man, that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really fun year, really fun draft. I'm really excited about it. Like, Excited to get you on for when that draft does happen and we can Absolutely. actually grade some of these picks. But um, anything else that you'd like to say before we get out?
1: Uh, no. Uh, appreciate you having me on. It's always oh, fun yeah. to rant and rave about. At least you know I complain about my owner slash general manager, but but he ain't Dan Snyder, so yeah. <laughs> I, I've got that going for me. So I, I
0: gotta really say, man, I, I count I've my blessings. So- well, I don't mean... And like I said, you know, I, 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 you're one of those people that when I bring on, like I just, I bring water and make sure when you're talking, I try not to drink it because I will spit it across the room half the time because it's just so much fun, man. I, I really appreciate it. But, um, Thank we'll you. get you on after the draft as well. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, we can get kind of a different perspective on this, uh, this whole, you know, grading and is it enough? Will it, you know, uh, the, how the, depending on how the draft falls, will it be enough for the Cowboys? All that good jazz. But yeah, thanks again for coming on. Um, And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, bring it out here. Uh, Once again, thanks for joining us for the Sports Pre-Podcast. Make sure you guys to give us a listen and sub on iTunes. And finally, if you have anything else you'd like to cover, send us an email at thesportsbp at yahoo.com. But from all of us here at the Sports Pre-Podcast, thank you and peace out.